I'm going to pick it up from Davav Amit Beis. What we're up to is um, seven lines from the bottom. The first word is Rav Akiva. Let me just explain what we've been talking about. The Pasuk says that by damages, you pay from Meitav Sadehu Umeitav Karma Yishalei, which means you give the best. The Pashup shot of the Pasuk is that if I have to pay $1,000 and I'm giving you my land, I have to give you the best of my land. There's a Machlekes, Rav Yishmal, and Rav Akiva. Now, it was unclear what the Machlekes was, but what we basically concluded yesterday was the Machlekes is as follows. The case is where your animal damaged my animal, okay? I'm not very wealthy, so my best land is equal to your worst. Rav Yishmal says, you can give me your worst land. I, the Pasuk says, Meitav, which is the best. The answer is, your worst is my best. So instead of $1,000 of your best land, you can give $1,000 of your swamp land. Again, and how is that fulfilling metav, which means the best? The answer is, your worst is my best. Rav Akiva says, no. No, you've got to give me your best. You'll have to give me a small parcel of the best of your land. Again, it's $1,000 is the damage. I'm not getting more than $1,000. No one, no one is saying that. The machlekes is, do you have to give me a small parcel of your best land? Or could you give me a larger parcel of your worst, which is my best, which is equal to my best? Okay, that was the machlekes we had yesterday. Again, it was unclear. That's what they arguing, but that was the conclusion of the machlekes. Rav Akiva, when he said his points, he said an interesting thing. Rav Akiva said as follows, the Pasuk is saying that you have to give your best, which the way we interpreted it meant that in this scenario, even if my best is equal to your worst, you still have to give me a piece of your best. Well, the more so by Hegdish, you have to give the best. What's the case of Hegdish? What does it mean, He says, again, there's some sort of scenario where that you have to give your best. Well, what's the case? So the Gemara says, my what's the case of Hegdish? So, simple case. The case is where my ox banged into an ox of Hegdish, damaged the ox of Hegdish. I now owe Hegdish $1,000. I have to pay from the best of my land. The exact same scenario by a regular person applies to Hegdish. Here's the problem with that. That should be the most obvious solution. Here's the problem. The problem is... Um, the problem is, as a brisa that holds, we're going to see it's a machlagis, but the brisa holds that if I damage hegdish, I don't have to pay. Because the Pasuk says, It's counter, I mean, it's not what you'd expect, but the Pasuk says, which means that I only have to pay when my ox damaged my ox, my friend's ox, not hegdish's ox. So in that case, I don't have to pay at all, let alone pay me metav. So that can't be what the what Akiva was referring to. So let's go to option number two. Okay. Okay, very simple case. The case is, I said, I am going to give one acre of land to Hegdish. Now, I never specified bad, middle, best. I just said an acre. Hegdish can come and collect an acre of my metav, my best. So it's not a case of damages. It's a case of where I, I dedicated, I said I'm going to give an acre of land. Didn't say which one. So Hegdish can come in and swoop in and take my best. Here's the problem. Mun is a parcel. No, mun is a parcel. This means a parcel of land. See, here's the thing, though. The problem with that is, is that when you say you're going to give an acre of land to the to the base amigdash, that's called a chayv. Right? That's a monetary chayv. We're not talking about. There's damages and then there's chayv. I owe you money. If let's say I owe Gavin a thousand dollars and he's collecting from my land, what does he collect from? Not the best, Bainanis, the middle. 
So that's the general rule, right? Nezikin be'idis, balchoiv be'beninis. So you're telling me that if I said I'm going to dedicate an acre to the Beis HaMikdash, they could come and collect my best. Why? All chayiv is collected from the middle category, oh, including hegdish, seemingly. Hegdish should be the same. If anything, hegdish is actually worse, if you think about it. I know it sounds like it should be the best, but hegdish is worse. No, but if, if, think about that. But, but uh, let me explain why hegdish should be worse. We just got finished saying that if my ox damages hegdish, right, right. hegdish doesn't collect any money, which means hegdish's ability to collect is weaker than the average person. And if the average person by a chayv gives the middle, why is the hegdish able to collect the best when I didn't even specify it? So the Gemara speaks it out. He said you're going to give an acre of land to the bedegabais. You didn't specify what type. The bezdin, the besamikdash, can collect from the best. But wait a minute. Why is that different than any other chayv? Which is, I owe someone money. The rule is that when you owe someone money and they're collecting, not a hezek, but you owe them money from a loan or a debt, they collect middle category of land. So why would the hegdish be better? And if you want to say, and if you want to say, maybe Rav Akiva holds, the average chayv is not Bainanis. He actually disagrees with that Mishnah in Gitin. He feels that the Bal chayv is Idis, is the best, and he's applying that to Hegdish as well. But the Gemara says it's not even fair to apply it. Why? We just got finished saying that Hegdish, if, I, if my ox gores your ox, you, I owe you money. If my ox gores Hegdish's ox, I don't owe them money. What do you see? You see that Hegdish's ability to collect is weaker than the average person. So even if you were to argue that the average person who's owed money can collect from the best, Hegdish would not be able to do that. So what is the case that Rav Akiva was referring to when he said, you give the metav? It can't be where my ox gores the bags of Mikdish's ox because I don't have to pay it all. It can't be where I said, I'm going to give a parcel of land and didn't dedicate what type because then it's like any other chov, which is the middle category. You don't give the best, you don't give the worst, you give the middle. So what was the case that Rav Akiva was referring to by Hegdish that you give the best? So the Gemara says, go Back. Go back to the original shot. My ox gores hegdish. I have to pay for the best. I, I thought we just got finished saying that based on the Xeris Akasa, based on a chiddush of the Pasuk, if my ox gores hegdish, I'm potter. The answer is Rabbi Kiva disagrees. Rabbi Kiva is a Tana, and Rabbi Kiva disagrees with that. The Gemara says, I with the kakashalach, and if you ask a question, I thought that if my ox gores hegdish, I'm completely exempt. So how could Rabbi Kiva say I'm chayiv full? The answer is Rabbi Kiva disagrees. And he follows the view of Rav Shimba Menasia, who we'll see in a moment. Rav Shimba Menasia holds that if your ox gores hegdish's ox, you do have to pay. So Rav Akiva's point is, when Rav Akiva is saying this Hegdish point, he's saying, I disagree with that Mishnah in Gitin, which says that in Hegdish's ox, if you go to Hegdish's ox, you're exempt. I disagree. I think you pay Meitav. And he follows Rav Shimon Menasia. Titania, Rav Shimon Menasia, Oimer, Sharshal Hegdish, Shenogach Sharshal Hedyet, if a, my ox gores the ox of the Beis HaMikdash, Potter, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Sharshal Hegdish, Shenogach Sharshal Hedyet, if the ox of the Beis HaMikdash gores my ox, the Beis HaMikdash does not have to pay, but Sharshal Hedish, Sharshal Hedish, but if my ox gores the ox of the Beis Hamikdash, Bain Tam, Bain Muad, whether my ox has done this before or not, Mishalim Nezik Shalim, Rav Shimonasia says you have to pay fully because Rav Shimonasia believes that Hegdish's ability to collect is stronger. Okay, so that's Rav Akiva Shita. Very, very nice. Gwar has one quick point before we go to a new topic, and that is we said yesterday there was a machloikis between Rav Yishmael and Rav Akiva. 
it wasn't 100% clear what the Machlekes was about. We interpreted the Machlekes as being in the following case. The case was, my ox gores your ox. I'm very wealthy. You're very poor. Your best land is equal in quality and, and value to my worst. Rav Akiva feels that I still have to give my best. And Rav Yishmael says, no, I could give my worst. That was the Machlekes. Okay. Like exactly. So that, that was the machlekes. That was the machlekes yesterday. Then we had a second point that Rav Akiva is now having a second machlekes, and that is that if my ox gores hegdish, most opinions feel that I do not have to pay. Rav Akiva says, no, you have to pay Metav. So here's the question. How do you know that Rav Yishmol and Rav Akiva are arguing in that first case? Again, it's, it's very unclear what they're arguing. You can really shtup in whatever you want. We interpreted that their machlekes is where I have the best and worst. My my worst is equal to his best. Do you give the worst? Do you give the best? That was the whole machlekes. Maybe they're just arguing by hegdish. Maybe that's the entire machlekes. Meaning instead of making two machlekesen that they argue about A, which is the best and worst scenario, and then B, hegdish, maybe that's purely the machlekes, just about hegdish. And the Gemara's response is going to be that if you read the flow it doesn't work. I, I, I'll just answer the question very obviously. Look at Rabbi Kiva's words. You only pay with the best. That word implies that Rabbi Kiva is addressing A, and then he's saying, hey, and you should know, it definitely applies to B, which is Hegdish. So it seems to be that there's two machlaiksim as opposed to just making it all about Hegdish. And from the syntax, from the Lashen, it doesn't sound like that. So let's see it inside. The Gemara says... If you're telling me that Rebbe Kiva argues about what the halacha is, if my ox gores an ox of Hegdish, then the question is, Rabbi Shmuel of Rebbe Kiva, that machlaikas that we addressed yesterday of Rabbi Shmuel of Rebbe Kiva, how do you know that they argue in the way we interpret it, which is that the damagee's best property is equal to the damager's worst? And the machlaikas is, does the damager give his best or his worst? Dilma, Everyone, maybe everyone agrees that in that scenario, there's no machlaikas. Everyone agrees you can give your worst because that's equal to his best. Maybe that's not a machlaikas. I, they argue. Maybe their entire machlaikas is about hegdish. Purely about hegdish. It's not about whether you go with the nizik's best or the mazik's best. It's purely a machlaikas of hegdish. Rav Akiva holds that if my ox scores hegdish, I'm chayiv. Rabbi Shmuel Savik Rabbanan, every Shmuel feels that you're positive. Maybe that's the entire Machlaikas. So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why that doesn't work. First of all, Rabbi Kiva's words are which means Rabbi Kiva is interpreting Psukim. Not just a Machlaikas about Hegdish, Psukim, which is Meitav, which we had yesterday. The whole Machlaikas of Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Shmuel, is how do you define Meitav? Who's Meitav? Meitav of the Nizik, Meitav of the Mazik. Rabbi Kiva's Lushen is that it seems to be about the actual Pasuk in this context, not a side Machlaikas by Hegdish. It's a Machlaikas of how you interpret Meitav. Secondly, Rabbi Kiva said his point, and then he said, which implies that Hegdish is a secondary point. And thirdly, the clearest, Rav Ashi had a brisa that clearly spoke out their machlaikas, and their machlaikas was about Nizik and Mazik. So we can't, although our brisa was a little ambiguous, Rav Ashi's brisa was very clear. Ravashi Tanya Behedir. Ravashi Mamish had a price. Look at the words of Ravashi, and there's no room for for Shilas. Meitav Sadeu Meitav Karmi Yishalim. The Pasuk says you have to give your best. Meitav Sadeu Shal Nizik. 
Metav Karmishal Nizik de Revishmal. Revakiva Metav Sedeshal Mazik, Umetav Karmishal Mazik. So it's uh, 100% clear from that price uh, that the Machlekes is not about Hegdish. It's about that scenario that we had yesterday, and therefore um, there's no room for changing it. Now, the Gemara has like this. It's a very interesting Shaila. It's going to take us to most of the daf. Rami Lei Abaya Lerava. Abaya says, I have a contradiction from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says that you have to pay the best of your land, which, by the way, means two things. It means you've got to pay land, and you've got to pay the best of your land. Here's the problem, though. Which implies that when you're paying off a damage, it has to be land, and it has to be the best of your land. But here's the problem. Vatanya, the Braisa says, Yashiv. Yashiv means you shall return the money. It means that it doesn't have to be land. It could be cash. It could be anything that has a value. Even bran. Meaning, it's not like... It, if you just see the words metav sadeyu, that implies like the best of your land, like gold. The Pesach says, I could pay off with bran. Bran is, A, not land. And it's not even the best thing you could buy in the store. So does it have to be metav sadeyu? Or could it be anything that has value? That is the contradiction... And that's going to take us, basically, we're going to try to throw a couple answers out that's going to take us to the next Ahmed. Yeah? Does it have to be acceptable to the um, receiver? Or does it oh, so, so it seems to be, um, no, so it seems to be that the receiver doesn't even have to, it doesn't have a choice. It's just, I can pay you brand, which adds to that question. So the Gemara is going to address it in a second. The Gemara says, okay, answer number one is, loy kasha, kan medaitoi, kan which means... My animal damage is your animal, yeah? I owe $1,000. The Pasuk implies I have to give land and I have to give the best of my land. But the Bryce says I can just give chairs, I can give bran, I can give anything I want to pay it off. So which one is it? So the answer is, am I paying willingly or am I being taken to court? Meaning, if I'm being paying willingly, if I'm just like, listen, yeah, I owe you money, I'll write you a check, then you have to take anything I want. You want to take a table? You want to take bran? You take me to court? If it's court-ordered, then it has to be land, and it has to be the best of land. That's the answer number one. So when the Pasuk says you give the best of land, it's specifically talking to a case where a person is being forced to pay by court. So the Gemara says, I'll prove it to you. Vatanya, I'm sorry, uh, the Gemara says, Dekanami, Amr Ula, Breder of Eloi, I'll prove it to you that you're right, that when the Pasuk says you have to give best land, land dafka, that's referring to a case where you were taken to court. Dikhsib Yishalem, Yishalem means Balkarche, the Pasuk Meitav Karma Yishalem, Yishalem means you bring force to pay. So the Gemara says, I'm going to buy a mix of Yishulam, it doesn't say Yishulam, Yishulam implies being forced. Yishalem means he shall willingly pay. Yishalem Ksiv, Midaite Mashman. No, no you're, you're, re- you're misinterpreting the word. Yishalem means he shall pay. It doesn't imply that he's being forced to pay. So I don't like that answer. So throw that answer out. So we're back to the original problem, which is do you have to pay with land or could it be anything? So the Gemara says as follows The Gemara says, answer number two. Elam Rabaya Kidamar. Abaya says, the only explanation for this Brisa is going to be something that another Brisa explained. Now we're going to start off going on a complete detour, come back here. So just put aside the Shaila. The Shaila is, do you have to pay Dafka land in the best, or could it be any Shavakasef, even Bran? Abaya says, let's take a detour, and then we'll come back. It's a Shaila, the Taisis uh, Ri and Taisis Rebina Parrots ask, why do you need the detour? You could just like answer it. But okay, that's the Gemara does sometimes. So we're going to go on a detour. The one thing you got to remember before we start is that there's a concept called Maiser Ani, right? You give your Maiser to the poor person. 
in Ani, in order to collect, has to have less than 200 Zuz to his name. So if he has 200 Zuz cash or in properties worth 200 Zuz, he can't collect uh, Meiser. Now, by the way, if he doesn't have 200 Zuz, you can give him $10,000 worth of Meiser as long as it's in one shop because he's poor at that point. But 200 Zuz is the uh, 200 Zuz is the amount. Now, so the Gemara says like this. Detanya. Let's say I'm a poor guy. I don't have any liquid cash on me, but I have a house worth 200 zuz. But, so you'll say, okay, so you're not poor. Sell the house. I can't sell it. I can't, I can't sell it. Exactly. I can't, I can't have people to buy my house. It's too hard to sell it. No one's a buyer. So the halacha is... <laughs> huh? Well, we'll have to see the case. It, it, it's so it's not it's worth. It's not worth two hundred zuz if nobody to buy it. Oh, exactly. That's what's machil and oisai meiser on yad mechsa. He could collect because although it is worth two hundred zuz, but no one's willing to buy it. You can give him up to a hundred zuz of meiser. Meaning, the assumption is that even when no one wants to buy your house, if it's worth two hundred zuz, you'll get a buyer for a hundred. You'll never have to go dip below fifty percent. So even if it's two hundred zuz, it's still worth a hundred zuz. So we're not going to give you more than a hundred zuz. We're like going to cap it at fifty percent market value. So the question is like this: The question: What exactly is the case? Let me speak out the problem here. You have a house that's worth two hundred zuz, but you can't have people buy it. Now, why can't people buy it? There's two options: either the it's 2008, and the property market has tanked. And nobody's house that, although is worth 200 zuz, nobody's paying 200 zuz for it. You hear the problem? The problem is if everybody's market tanks, not just yours, then why are we capping at 50%? That implies that, like, a $200 property, you could always sell for 100. Not necessarily. If everybody, if, if the market's down 90%, then it's down 90%. It sounds like, it's like, it sounds like even though it's worth 200 zuz, you could still get 50% for it. Well, what's the case? If everybody's market value tanks, and let's say the, 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 the real estate market is 90% down, then I should be able to get 90% of money. Let's say the other option. The market tank is not tanked at all. Actually, the market is $200. And, you, and, and people are selling houses that are for the value. But people are not buying it from you because they think that you're a chump and they think they can rip you off. Now, if that's the case then you have a property worth $200. I don't, I don't care that people can't... Listen, you have a hard time selling it. It doesn't mean that it's not... You, you're, you have assets worth $200. Here's the basic question. If your assets are not actually worth $200, meaning it's like $200 in like a perfect world, but right now the market, the, the property real estate market is down 90%, then I get you should be able to get 90%, not 50%. And if the actual market value is even... And your property is worth 200. And most people that were actually savvy business would get 200. But people are just like, this guy's not doing well. I could rip him off. Then, then you shouldn't get a penny. You actually have a property worth 200. I'm sorry that you can't sell it. You're not good at business. So what's the case where basically it's like, we get that it's down, but 50%. Like, what's the, what's the scenario? The question is, what exactly is the circumstance? If everyone's property real estate tanked 90%, and his also went 90%, I feel the two of an ambulance. Why are you capping it at 50%? Like, well, yes, it's $200 under, in the perfect world. But right now, everything that was worth 200 is worth 10 bucks. We're only giving you $100 worth of Meiser Ani. Why? Because you could still get $100 for it. Not in this market. So what, what's the, that can't be the case. I'm sorry. Everyone's market is the same. 
$200 is $200. So why are you not able to sell it? And it's a specific, it's a you problem. I did because everyone sees that you're low on cash. Go to the next page. People want to rip you off. So that's, I'm sorry, then you're not, hey, you're not poor, my friend. You're just not good at business. So come on, this is not feel poor tenamulous. And then don't give him a penny. I don't know, let someone else sell his property for him. I'm sorry, but you have value worth $200. So what's the case? So we'll tell you the case, and then this will take us back to the Shaila of Nizikin with Meitav, and like we forget exactly. That's the Tyson story. So why do you need all this? <laughs> okay, fine, we'll get to it. The case was as follows. I don't know if it was like this everywhere, but in many locations, the property real estate would completely change for farming land, depending on whether it was Nissan or Tishrei. During Nissan, because you have a whole planting season ahead of you, it went very high. It went 100%. And then during Tishrei, it would tank 50%. It was normal. So most people, when they have property in Tishrei, do not sell in Tishrei. You don't sell low. You sell high. Most people would not sell in Tishrei. This guy needs his money now. So the case where he's a poor person, so he has property worth 200 in Nissan. Right now, it's during Tishrei. So... Even during Tishrei, it won't dip below 50% because they knew the locations back then. So it was basically like a normal up and down of the market. So the reason why we're saying is like this. So we, 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 he is considered poor, but he's not poor because he has property that's worth 200. Sometimes, like during Nissan, it's 200. Right now, it's 50% down. So we're going to say to him, listen, we understand that the average person would not sell his property now, but we got to figure out your value because you want to collect Sadaka money. So right now, we're going to go with the way it is right now. And right now, your property is 50% down, but it never dipped below 50% because that was just the way the markets worked back then. Nisa, when it was at its high, it would slowly gradually fall till Tishrei. Tishrei would hit its low, which is 50% down, and then it would gradually go up high. That was the standard market. What's the point of all this? The point of all this is, is to show that in the times of the Gemara, they would have land that in Nisan would be double the value of Tishrei. That's the entire purpose of this. Back to the case of Hezek. The case of Hezek is as follows. I damaged your ox during Tishrei. I did $1,000 worth of damage. So here's the deal. If you collect now, great, you'll get more land because the value of land is down, so you'll get $1,000 worth of land, which is one acre. If you collect in Nissan, Nissan, everything doubles. $1,000 will not get you one acre, it'll get you a half an acre. So the point is, I'm allowed to collect the value now, but, says the Gemara, now let's go back to Nizikan. Now that you know that there's a price fluctuation between Nissan and Tishrei, that Nissan, an acre is worth 2000 and Tishrei, an acre is worth 1,000. So the case is that my ox got damaged during Tishrei. $1,000 worth of damage. I'd like to collect an acre. But here's what I say to the guy. Listen. You're supposed to give me Metav, right? The best. I don't want to get $1,000 worth of the best land. I'd rather get $1,000 of your middle land. Why? Because the middle gets you much more. Quantity over quality. And Rashi says the case, why would anybody ever want that? Rashi says, maybe I'm neighbors. My land neighbors the middle land. So I'd rather just uh, for convenience. So I tell the guy, listen, I'd like, I know I'm, I'm, I'm able to collect $1,000, which on the best land would give me one acre. Middle land would give me an acre and a quarter. 
I'd rather an acre and a quarter of your middle land. Says the Gemara, the person can say to the guy, listen, no, 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 I'm giving you the best land. Like I'm forcing you to take the best land. And if you don't want the best land, you want the middle land, then I'm going to give you the evaluation of Nisan, which is you're going to get 50% of what you want. Because again, $1,000 during Tishrei will get you a lot more than it will be during Nisan. So you want to collect now. So the person, the case, the guy says, Dina did this. So again, I did damage in Tishrei. So I get the best land. And again, Tishrei is the best time to get damage because the money goes further. You understand? $1,000 in Tishrei will buy you one acre. $1,000 in Nisan will buy you a half an acre because the price skyrockets up. So my animal got damaged during, during Tishrei. I'm, worth, I'm valued at $1,000 of land. That's the best land, one acre. So I tell the guy, though, I say to the guy, listen, I say to the, the guy who damaged me, I say, listen, I'd rather not an acre of best land. Give me an acre and a half of your middle land. Because it's better for me, convenience-wise. The halacha is you do not have to give in. And the Gemara says, the damager can say to the guy, if you take the good, the best land, take the best land, or you want to take the middle land, then I'll give it to you, but I'm giving it to you to the value of Nisan. I mean, the point is, it's not a regular land that has one value. It has an ups and a down. So right now, you give for the value right now, which helps the damagee. But if the damagee wants Bainanis, you say, fine, listen, I'll give you Bainanis. But I'm giving you for Nisan's evaluation, which hurts the guy. That's what the Gemara says. So therefore, back to our original question. Is it Metav or is it Bran? And the answer is, well, it depends. You want Metav? Good. You don't want Metav? You want the middle? Then it could turn into brand, meaning I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurt you by giving you the evaluation of Nisan. What triggers him to allow him to say that? Like, what is the mechanic? Which one? By the damager? The damager. I owe you that, but you, oh, you want the middle? Then so I'm not allowed I, to, I come out and make a choice. Oh, okay. So power. two points. First of all, it would only be because the value of that land itself does fluctuate. So it's not like I'm going to say to you, like, I'm giving you the market value uh, uh, in Mexico. Like, I'm not just going at, I'm, I'm saying that this land, I, I'll give it to you, but I'm not going to give it to you at this point in the arc. I'm going to give it to you over here. But th- there is a major issue, which I think you're touching on. And the Gemara is going to say this probably, yeah? It doesn't it depend on the court in, in this set? Oh, so, so I, I, yeah, I think we're all touching on the same problem. The problem is, the Pusuk says that if I damage you, I give you the best. Doesn't that kind of sound like the Torah does not want to mess you over? So you're telling me the Torah is saying, I want to give you the best, which means you're supposed to be strong because you got hurt. And now I have the right to say to you, listen, if you want to take the best land, good, but you want middle land? I'm going to mess you up. I'm going to give you 50% markdown because I'm giving you to the value of Nissan. It doesn't make any sense. The Torah's whole point is to strengthen the damagee's property. Like it's to strengthen his stance. So the guy, the Pusik says, you get the best land because we, we, have, we feel bad for you. We want to help you. But you're telling me that, okay, so I get the best. But if I choose the middle best, I could be completely messed over because I could be given the market value of something six months from now. It's just, it's not consistent. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a lack of consistency. So the, that's the Gemara's issue. The Gemara says, wait a minute. The Gemara says, you're telling me that, so you're hurting his, his stance. So the Torah says he gets the best to try to strengthen his stance, but now at the exact same moment he could be hurt? It doesn't make any sense. If I'm able to collect from the best, you're telling me that, oh, it's either you get the best land, but if you choose the middle land, 
I'll mess you over. It doesn't, it's, not, it's, 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 it's not coherent. It's, it's not consistent. So the Gemara says, actually throw this out. This is not true at all. Which, by the way, means that our original question of whether it's Metav or Bran, we don't have an answer for. But now that we went down this road, let's, let's stay down this road a few more minutes. So the Gemara says, actually, let's throw this out. I don't believe that's true. But let's go, let's try to find one other scenario like this where it's Tishrei and Nisan and the fluctuation. Forget about Nezikin. Forget about Nezikin. That's not the, not the case. Let's go with something similar. The Gemara says, Elo Amar Ravach Yaakov. says, listen, I don't agree with your stance on what you just said about the damage. But I'll, I'll give you something similar. I'll compare it to a Balchayv. What's the halach with a Balchayv? Not damages. I owe you money. Right? Adam lends me $1,000. I owe him $1,000. He could collect from what type of property? The middle. The truth is, if you remember Gittin, the Gemara actually says, really, and biblically, you should be able to, you should only collect the worst, but we want to incentivize loans. So he gets the middle. Here's the case. Maybe this in this case it works. Again, Tishrei, Nisan. Nisan is double the value. I lent Adam $1,000. $1,000 Adam would like to collect. He's allowed to collect my middle ground. Adam says to me, listen, I'd rather not the middle value. Give me your worst land. Give me your Ziboris. Just give me a little more. So I could say to him, listen, you either take the middle value now or... I'll give you the worst, but I'm giving you the evaluation of Nisan. So you're getting half your money back. That's what, that's what could be. Here's the problem. The, the problem is, does that make sense? We're trying to incentivize loans. The person who lends the money always should be on top because he's doing me a chesed. So Adam had $1,000. By the way, if he would have kept that $1,000 and not lent it to me, he could have been wheeling and dealing. This is Tishrei. This is the buying time. He could have bought land. He could have done whatever he wanted. But he was a nice guy. He lent me $1,000. I owe him $1,000. He's coming to collect. And he'd like, instead of the middle quality, he'd like a little more of the cheapest quality. And I could say to him, listen, you either take the middle or I'll give you the, I'll give you the, the cheapest, but I'm giving you an evaluation of Nissan. So I'm hurting him. Do you think that's going to incentivize him to, get, to lend money in the future? No. So it's, it's not consistent with the Torah's viewpoint. We want to incentivize loans. We want to protect the lender. But you're basically saying the lender is hurting himself by lending money. Because if he would have kept the $1,000 in his pocket, he could have been buying cheap land left and right. But because he lent it to me, he's going to be completely messed over. That doesn't make any sense. The Gemara says, You're going to stop people from loaning money. Because Adam, who lent me the money, should say to himself, If I didn't lend them the money, I would have had $1,000 in my pocket. I would have had a shakik in the hash. I could buy cheap land left and right. I would have been on a buying spree. But now that I lent you money, I'm losing 50% because I'm being paid the market of what will be a Nissan. It doesn't make any sense. So Gemara says, okay, throw that out. I'll give you a last chance. The halacha is a ksuva, a woman collects her ksuva payment from the cheapest quality. Because we're not really, I mean, we, the whole ksuva is to help her, but, but, you know, we also want to incentivize the men to get married. So the case is like this. The case is that the woman says, Tishrei Nisan again, Tishrei Nisan. She's collecting during Tishrei and she gets the cheapest. That's the right. She has the lowest hand. She gets the cheapest. What if she says, listen, I'd rather not the cheapest. Do me a favor. I'd like the better quality, please. Just less of the better. Then I could say to her, either take the cheapest 
you want the better quality, I'll give you a better quality, but I'm giving you Nisan's evaluation. That makes sense. Because she has no right to demand something better than what she wants. And she wants better, fine, I'll give you better. But I'm giving you Nissan's evaluation because that's where the market is going. Again, we would not do this if it was just land. I can't just say, you know, in two years, I think there's going to be a recession. This is, it's like this every year. It's up and down, up and down. I know where it's headed. That's the Gemara says. It's more comparable to Ksuba, and that is, a woman's Ksuba she collects from the cheapest land. The But let's say she says to the husband, to her ex-husband, Havli Bainis but Instead of giving me the cheapest lens, do me a favor. Give me a little bit better. More of a little bit better. Uh, less of a little bit better. I, I like a little bit better. Then he could say to her, listen, I'll make you a deal. You want cheap? I'll give you more of the cheap. Eli, you want better land, which you do not have the right to demand? Then I'll make you a deal. I'll give it to you, but I'm going to give you Nisan's evaluation. That's completely fair. Okay, back to the original question. We're almost done. We're not going to be going through a lot more of the Gemara. Um, the, the, the question is as follows. The original question, which is, the apostle says, Meitav Sadeu, which means you get the best of the land. But the Bryce says, I could even pay with bran. So is it best of the land or just anything that has value? So, Mikomakum Kasha, back to the original question. Rava's answer is, here's the deal. You can give anything, but you have to give the best of it. Meaning, you want to give a table? You got to give the best table. You want to give land? Best land. Brand? You better give the best brand. Okay. So the Gemara says, That's very nice if it just said Metav. It says Metav Sadehu, which implies that it has to be the best land, not just the best of anything. So the Gemara says, slight amendment. Rather, they explained, the answer is like very interesting. It's not what you'd expect. Every item that you give, as long as it has value, is considered metav. Even if it's brand, it's considered good. Why? Let's say you sell me that chair. Now let, let's say, I don't know about these chairs. Let's say, let's say these chairs are middle of the road. When it comes to when it comes to, exactly they're not they're not uh, the middle of the road for for uh, seating chairs. That's how's that made up? The answer is because if I go to Mexico or if I go to China, if I go to I don't know places Singapore, some uh, I don't know I don't know things. I go to places where items are very low. That's now the best because it's it's all subjective depending on where you are, huh? Gaza, exactly. You go to Gaza. The point is, no, because then it's, 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 it's all subjective. The only thing that's not subjective is land, because land doesn't travel. I can't take my land with me. You give me brand, even if it's middle-of-the-road brand, I'll go to a place where they don't have any brand, and all of a sudden, it's the best brand they've ever seen. Everything could be metav, except for land. Land doesn't travel. Land doesn't move. Land is completely objective, and therefore, it's, it's in Queens. Figure out the best land. Metav sedeu. That's why, so it really could be brand, and it doesn't even have to be the best brand, because the average brand is going to be best somewhere. Land is different. So the point is, if you want to give land, it's got to be objectively the best. You want to give anything else as long as it has value. Now let's just finish up. Quick point, and then we'll go weiter. We, we said yesterday that Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva argue, again, and the Machlegis was, just to make sure people understand the case, I damaged you, I'm richer than you, your best is equal to my worst. So do I give you my worst because that's your best? Or do I have to give you my best? Rav Akiva says, it's always your best. There's no getting out of it. Your best. Rav Shmuel says, no, I can give you my worst, which is equal to your best. As long as you're getting good stuff, I don't care. So the Gemara has the question. The question is like this. 
When you say best, is that up to the people or up to you? Meaning, let's say in Queens, the best quality land is a certain type of quality, a certain value. But you are super wealthy, where the best of Queens is your worst. So the question is, then you're owing money. Do you have to give the best of yours, or can you give the best of Queens, which is equal to your worst? To be basic, you understand what I'm saying? Do you go by the subject of the town, or do you go by completely individualistic? So the Gemara says, We're just going to start the question, we're not going to get to it, because it's a whole into tomorrow's off. Kishen Shaman, when the court assesses your land, right? they go to your land and they figure out what's your Zibaris, what's your Metzias, what's your uh, Idis, and then they say you have to pay the idis, the best. Is that your best? Or the best of your city. And the best of your city might be equal to your middle or, or your worst. So the question is, can you give your worst if that's equal to the best of queens? So the Gemara says, According to Rabbi Shmuel, for sure it's not a question. Again, according to Rabbi Shmuel, I can give my worst if it's equal to your best. So Rabbi Shmuel is very comfortable without giving the official best of my best. As long as it's your best, it's fine. So if my worst is the best of queens, he for sure would say no problem giving it. Because he's comfortable giving it, as long as it's your best, I don't even care about the guy. I mean, according to Rabbi Shmuel, it's not about the damager, it's all about the damagee. So it shouldn't matter what it is in queens. As long as it's considered the guy's best, it doesn't have to be the damager's best. So he has no problem with that. The question is, what would Rav Akiva say? Because again, Rav Akiva is very into that it has to be your best. So the question is, what if your worst is equal to Queens' best? And it happens in Queens. So is that called Metav or not? What would Rav Akiva say? So the Gemara says, Apostle says, Metav Sedehu, your best. Not Queens' best, not your neighborhood's best, your best. So the fact that you your worst is equal to the neighborhood's best because you're super wealthy is irrelevant. Metav sadehu, it's completely up to you, not based on the location at all. Or we'll stop here. Maybe we'll review this last point tomorrow because it's going to take us in tomorrow's stuff.